Welcome back, everybody. Mining stock daily reporting from Deutsche Gold Mess in Frankfurt. Here is a, a corporate update and almost a reintroduction to all the listeners out there. One that I have been uh, anticipating to get done for a number of weeks now since the company uh, decided that they are going to acquire the Madsen Gold Mine up there in Ontario. Happy to welcome in from the company Andap Singh. What is your title now? Uh, I'm the uh, VP of Corporate Development. Corporate Development. Okay. So, let's, this is the first time we've had the company on the podcast since this major acquisition uh, was announced a couple weeks ago, mid-April. First question is, why go after Madsen? Uh, I think there's a number of reasons. Uh, one, if you look at the details of, of the acquisition, I think the uh, the deal we managed to negotiate got us this asset at historically low valuation. Uh, we paid six and a half million in cash, 10 million in stock with uh, a 1% royalty. When you, when you look at the asset, there's been over $350 million uh, invested into the infrastructure. I think, you know, conservatively speaking, the, the replacement cost of a lot of this would, you know, be nearing half a billion dollars in this day and age. So that in itself was uh, one of the uh, one of the drivers between that acquisition. Additionally, you know, our, our vision was to create the uh, I suppose the go-to name for a pure play Red Lake exploration development story. And you know, if, if you care about Red Lake or you want to have exposure to it, you know, we are probably the only only game in town. Okay, Amandeep. So we know a number of things. We know we know the history of Madsen, right? And we know the geology is not going to change. The rocks are not going to change. So what is the strategy of going after the geology? How is that going to change under West Red Lake management? Uh, so I think uh, one, uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about acquiring an asset out of bankruptcy is, you know, you, you don't have the debt that comes with it. So we've got a, uh, we've got the balance sheet and we have the luxury of time the ounces are in the ground. In fact, um, you know, the, the previous operators did a great job of delineating a number of ounces. Uh, we, we've gone through the geologic database and, and identified some gaps that could use some, some more drilling. So, so this, we will be taking on a significant drilling and exploration endeavor, but uh, the 2 million ounces that are there, they're indicated ounces uh, for, for the most part. And uh, a lot of that drilling is focused near mine. We think we can add additional ounces to that resource and I think regionally over that 47 uh, roughly 47 square kilometer land package I think there's a lot more gold to be found and uh, as I mentioned given the luxury of time we have the ability to de-risk that already existing resource and uh, bolster it. Uh, so where are you, where are you going to go exploring here? So when we look at that um, so one there's a number of targets that are uh, actually just outside of the the current uh, resource uh, there's the the Austin zone, which is uh, which is a high grade zone that that the previous operators, in fact, did touch on towards the the, the latter stages of their mining. There's the uh, Austin extension. Obviously, the uh, Madsen Eight zone made a uh, made a number of headlines because of its high grade nature. I think there's some gaps that we can fill in there. The Durlac zone, which is also at depth there, and then on top of that, uh, uh, from if you were to look at the the claim package slightly south of the existing resource, there is a uh, number of promising targets uh you know we're looking at at the wedge target there and uh to the north there's uh there has been a little bit of drilling that that did show some promising results that that we look to follow up on and and, and this would be in conjunction with our ongoing drill program taking place at our uh, existing rowan project that we had prior to the acquisition as well okay 
Leading up to this, and this is kind of want to want to break down. So, there was a financing to get this this deal done. Correct. How was what was the makeup of the financing? Uh, so that financing, it was uh, we did a thirty-five cent offering. Uh, in terms of um, part of that financing was to fund the acquisition costs, and um, originally we had contemplated a, uh, a financing of a, of a much smaller size, but uh, the, the demand was absolutely overwhelming. We had nearly $50 million in demand. We decided to settle on $25 million at this point in time, all hard dollars. Um, and I, th- I think the, the big thing that a lot of the investors liked, uh, some of our founding share, shareholders, their cost base was the exact same as the deal. So, so for a lot of our investors that got in on that financing, they, they did inherently get in on the ground floor. And I think, uh, you know, we hope to reward them with the, the same upside that uh, everyone else gets. Well, and I want to talk about the timing of this announcement, the financing, and then really what the, what the equity was doing leading up to it, because West Red Lake was getting a hefty amount of volume in the bid leading up to the financing. And so by the time the financing was announced at 35 cents. I believe you were trading at like 42. So there was a pretty good premium built into during the time of the financing. Right, and and I think when we were originally uh, contemplating the acquisition at that point in time, 35 cents would have been a near market deal. Uh, in, in the end, uh, you know, we have also we also did have a bunch of news flow come in that, that drove some interest in the stock. And I think it was naturally trending up. Uh, and I think Post-acquisition, I think uh, the markets really, uh, really appreciated the value and what we were trying to accomplish, and that and that's explained the recent run-up. Okay. Describe to me the, the team. I saw a picture. <laughs> I saw a picture of the entire team. It was a big group of people. Frank Juist is there in the middle. There's a number of people. If you recognize faces and know the industry well, you, you, you'd recognize them as well. You know, how did this team come together? Uh, so for us, I think. Um, you know, when you look at that, when Frank Juicer got involved originally, he had that vision to to, to build a, a premier company based in a premier jurisdiction. And a lot of us guys that that came on board, we kind of bought into that vision. And um, and the company had been around for a while. It just needed that sort of uh, injection of new life into the, into the company. And uh, people like myself were brought on. Uh, if you look at our advisory board between... Um, Guys like uh, Rob McLeod, who were instrumental in, in helping this deal come along, yeah, it, it kind of reinvigorated the company and added a bit of energy that that it was lacking. And um, you know, we are preparing for the the next stages of advancing this project. We've uh, we brought on a new VP of Exploration who has a big company pedigree. Came from a gentleman by the name of Will Robinson. Came to us from Core. Uh, we brought on um, a VP of Technical Services just to put into perspective what we are planning for and um, and, and and what that the future of this company looks like. Uh, so a wonderful engineer by the name of Maurice Mostart is uh, he just signed on as our VP of um, VP of Tech Services. Uh, again, we we care about the community and, and making a positive impact. We brought on a gentleman by the name of Derek Teven, who's well known by uh, most in the industry as our uh, VP of Community Relations. And and I think uh, one of the final pieces that, you know, we will look to announce in the near future is a uh, is a new CEO. I guess a a ringmaster to uh, control all this talent that we've amassed over the last little while. Yeah. So, I guess what kind of story? What kind of story is Madsen right now? Is it an exploration story? Uh, it- yeah, I, I think um, I think that's that, that's a great way to put it. It, it is uh, it is taking a step back from a production story to a exploration and development story. And, and I think you know when when you look at what we envision with the company, 
with this financing and, and the, the allocation of resources, uh, we're going to invest about 30% of our drilling will go towards infill drilling and, and, and adding a level of confidence to the existing ounces. And 70% uh, of our drilling is going to be focused to uh, grow those resources, be it, uh, you know, near mine or uh, elsewhere on our, again, as I mentioned earlier, 47 square kilometer land package. Okay. So what kind of news flow do you, do we expect to see here in the next coming weeks? Uh, so I think um, in terms of news flow uh, from our Rowan project, which was uh, the original project, we ha- we already have begun our uh, phase one and phase two drill program. So 17,000 meters of drilling is, uh, is already funded for that. So those drill results will start trickling in. Uh, in terms of um, uh, up- updates from Madsen, uh, again, the, the closing of this financing is coming up. And then, uh, you know, just... Um, our, our drill program there and, and and you'll get a sense of that and then we're going to start drilling and uh hopefully the assays start rolling in and um there's a lot more successes to to talk about for madsen other than just the acquisition yeah well i mean but this acquisition really is the headline of the company right now right like i think a lot of people forgot about rowan as soon as this was <laughs> yeah you know. which you know what and 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 i can understand that this you know it for a for a company our size and, and the growth trajectory we've had recently, I can I can completely appreciate that. But but we you know we do want to go out there and remind people that Rowan in itself, you know, nearly a million ounces at uh, you know north of nine grams per ton. It, it's it's a deposit that that shouldn't be forgotten. And I think as as uh, West Red Lake evolves into a bigger company, you know, there there are potential synergies that we can exploit with the with the existing infrastructure at Madsen to bring in additional ounces from Rowan uh, they're about 15 kilometers apart and I think um, I, I think you'll see uh, that that all these projects are going to go hand in hand yeah I'm really kind of curious because of this uh, the historic narrative behind Madsen I'm sure you had a lot of lack of a better word naysayers sure about it yeah absolutely i i think uh, and and everyone's entitled to to an opinion but it is a real black eye in the industry of recent a- absolutely and uh but I, but i think one uh when we were doing our financing uh we kind of became the the redemption trade for a lot of these people that that you know didn't fare so well with the previous operators and and i think they believe in our vision to move this thing forward uh additionally um you know we're not here to speak disparagingly about anyone that came before us. I think a lot of the work that went into there was was second to none. I think when you look at the infrastructure that's been put in the, the mill, the um, you know the mine works, it, it it is phenomenal work that was done. And I think uh, there were different circumstances when they brought this into production, and the resource was not, uh, in our opinion, de-risked to where it should be. So. Um, to address those concerns, you know, we don't have restrictive debt covenants. We we have the luxury of balance sheet, supportive shareholders, and uh, and most importantly, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 one of those things where, it, I, I mean, it's obviously it was it came on my desk the financing, um, and I looked at it, and it was one of those things. Just like I, I, I decided not to participate. Because in the back of my mind, I was like, holy cow, this thing, this, I mean, it, it was really appealing to me. But I decided not to do it because I decided, like, I think you need to show me. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? I think that's totally fair. We, we will be a bit of a show me story for the, you know, for the foreseeable future. But I think, um, you know, originally when we set out with our, with our mandate at West Red Lake, 
you know, we are fundamentally focused on building a premier company and, you know, with our technical team finding the ounces and, uh, you know, between the, the minds behind the scenes and, um, and, and the rest of us, the, the ounces that we don't find, we're going to look to buy them. And this transaction, it, it has proven our ability to come up with a creative M&A strategy and, and that'll continue as long as well as, uh, you know, hopefully technical successes with the job as well. What do you mean a creative, a creative M&A? What does that, that so, so in terms of, uh, when, we, when we acquired this, if you look at the money that was spent, the, the tax assets that are transferable, nearly $270 million of tax assets that are transferable, $350 million spent on the infrastructure there. We got this at sixteen and a half million pennies on the dollar. Yeah, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So you know, for lack of a better word, pennies on the dollar. So again, we're taking that head start and moving this thing forward. So so again, there are going to be questions that need to be answered. But I think you know, between the engineering group that we have in house, the technical ability that we have on our team. Uh, you know the uh, the new leadership that uh, is evolving and, and becoming a part of West Red Lake. I think I think we we have a um, you know I, I think we have one of the strongest chances at, at at a big success story up there. How do the former Pure Gold mining shareholders? How are they? What's the feedback there? Uh, you know, so so those are questions that uh, you know we do get uh, you know a number of phone calls from them in terms of what's happening with their their positions and um, and again those are questions better addressed by the people at pure gold but in terms of um, you know if they want a, a second go at this I, I think we are the the name to do it in. and I think you know any success in Red Lake you get the uh, you get the most leveraged Red Lake through through our name it, it is just um, when you look at the other other peer group in the area you know we have the most ounces on the books you know we have the best treasury position right now and and um you know i'd argue the the best team to move this thing forward uh amandeep thanks so much uh well this is a story we're definitely going to be following closely here throughout the year and uh, happy to provide an open door as news kind of starts flowing here to see how things are progressing uh it really is it was quite the news headline of recently here in uh, mining and, and exploration as well. So uh, best of luck, and uh, we'll be paying very close attention. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. That is a, an update from West Red Lake Gold Mines. They trade on the Venture Exchange with WRLG and on the OTC with WRLGF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.